everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. This weekend, I was in a tennis tournament. Yeah. And I played this. And just for everybody, this is not like fancy pants tennis tournament. This is like a bunch of amateur adults playing tennis. Like um, acting like they're at Wimbledon. Totally. <laughs> totally. But it's like an event that our club puts on. It's called the club championships. And, you know, it's like there's a whole bunch of different divisions. There's like singles, doubles, and then mixed doubles, different mm-hmm. levels. Sure. Um, you know, it's like a big social thing. But there's, um, you know, there's like a whole like ladder, right? So, what, uh-huh. I mean, you want to get to the end. Like you want to keep <laughs> winning and you want to win. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Because at the end of it, you know what you get? A trophy. A t-shirt that says club champion on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you get to wear that t-shirt in front of everybody. All year long. Exactly. 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 Uh, So, yeah. So, I had this tournament this weekend. And uh, I entered three divisions. So, I don't know if you remember this from last year. I entered two divisions last year. Uh And then I couldn't walk for like a week because I was so sore. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. So you entered so, three this time because that'd be way better. Because yeah, because I'm because mm-hmm. I'm smart like that. Yeah, you are. Um, and it was awesome. It was it was it was a ton of fun. So I got pretty far. I ended up playing nine matches in two days, and those matches are like about two hours long. Oh my god. So I was on the court for something like 17 hours <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> oh, it's all coming back to you in a heated rush why you were right? so sore last year. Yeah. Yeah, and so like you, you if you win, you keep playing, if you lose, you're out. And mm-hmm. so I kept winning and I kept playing and it was it was good. And um my mixed doubles match or matches <laughs> uh-huh. was uh, with this partner I've been playing with for, for a while. Her name's Tina. And she and I were like playing really well. But in our division, there was another pair mm-hmm. that we know that <laughs> are, uh, I'd say that they were playing down. So so oh, when you're sure, playing I tennis, gotcha. yeah, so you know what I mean? Like you can play up, which yeah. means like, hey, we're not uh, good, but we'll play in the higher level just to see what we can do. Yeah. Um, but you're not supposed to play down. Right. You're not supposed yeah. to be like better and then play right. like the crappier players. That's just, uh-huh. <laughs> so there's this team in our division that was definitely playing down. And we're like, come on. And everyone who was in our division looked at that and like, ooh, they're going to be really hard to beat. You know, so... So I was already kind of annoyed mm-hmm. that this couple was in our yeah. division. Right. Right? Yeah. To make matters worse, the guy on this mixed doubles pair 
beat me last year in the singles final. <laughs> okay, I can see where we're going here. So they made it to the final mixed doubles um, uh -huh. match, and Tina and I made it to the final. So it was you four, me and Tina, and Anne and Court. Oh, literally, dude's name is his Court. name's Court. <laughs> right. It's like when he was born, his parents were like, this child, this child will be a tennis player. A prodigy in tennis. <laughs> so, no, his name was probably actually like Hank until he was 30 uh, and they changed it to court when they saw <laughs> how good he was. <laughs> so we were underdogs. Um, I had maybe a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> and so... We went in to this match, and Tina and I were just playing our butts off, and um, and we won the first set. You did? Ooh. Yes. I bet you that made those two mad. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he's super competitive, too, which is, again, to me, kind of, I was just, I was getting so triggered the whole time. I mean, this is like I a therapy. I feel like you are still This pot is like a therapy of. session for me, because... <laughs> It's like, also, he's so serious. He's like super serious. He's getting super mad and we're like beating, beating him. He's super mad. And I'm like, dude, it's like a bunch of 40 and 50 year olds running around in amateur tennis. Not this big a deal. Mm -hmm. But also. Feeling the same way as Court was. His wife and kid, like his wife and kids came. They oh. were cheering. Every single point that he did anything good, they were like clapping and cheering. I'm like, what the frick is this? Like no one else is there except like his family cheering him on. This is like a Saturday on. Night Live skit. Yeah. Oh it's my ridiculous. gosh. That is hilarious. Oh, that's so, hilarious. Um, yeah, so we, we got the first set, which was awesome. And then, of course, Court just kicks into, like, super competitive <laughs> mode. And then um, they won the second set. And then we had to go into a super tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> and they ended up winning the tiebreaker. And we lost the championship match. I I did sense that that outcome was coming. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I do have to probably go make a... You know, an appointment over at the uh, Tria Orthopedic to see if they can work on this chip on my shoulder. <laughs> but so the whole thing, okay. But the whole thing is like, I don't usually get that annoyed with people. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, that's true. I don't that's get that true. annoyed with people. No, like, no, I'm, only I feel in competitive like situations. I'm pretty, like, you know, I don't know, easygoing and accepting, and yeah, I just, yeah, you, you know, are. kind of roll with it. Yeah. But I was getting, and this might have been a beautiful tactic on their part, but I was just getting <laughs> progressively more annoyed during this match. <laughs> and, the, and, and when we lost it, I was just like, I am done. And I was so, I was so heated. And we were supposed to go, well, we went out to dinner. Um, after and I was like, I can't, I can't even Function. engage with people. I am so grumpy. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Welcome to my world. This is what it feels like to be a highly assertive individual with high competition. Oh. Welcome to my world. I've spent my whole it life trying to exhausting. shave off. <laughs> 
I've gotten so much more mature over the years and so much more mellow, but I recognize every one of these feelings. And by the way, I should also say, listeners, when you hear JJ's voice as he's talking, it's because he's got his hands covering his yeah. face as he's telling the story. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry you didn't. I'm sorry you didn't win. But it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, you know, I I, I, I hate to say this. Maybe mm -hmm. it's too soon. Maybe it's too Go soon. Go for Maybe it. I say it. <laughs> Might be too soon. Maybe you should wait till tomorrow. I feel like when we see people acting like that, the only way we can see emotions is if we too have them. Uh-huh. It's I like, know. I was doing a little bit of self-reflecting on this, just yeah. like in us. <laughs> like every everything, everything about it was like, you know, it's like why why was I annoyed? It's just like probably for the same reasons, like they would be annoyed at me, right? Yeah. Or like you know well, what I mean? Like it's sort of like I see maybe, like you were saying, like, um. Yeah, you just rec you were recognizing. recognizing it. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't hey, just don't you think everybody's like this though? I mean, come on. Give yourself a little grace because I think um we can be a very easy breezy about things that we don't have that much commitment or passion around. It's easy I think to be mm. a lot less competitive or let less triggered by things that we're not that involved with or, you know, committed to. But you have Tennis is like your one of your main things. Like you love tennis and you it's always have. It's one of have, my main things. Yep. Yeah, it is. And so, like, you see somebody else that's just as passionate about it and winning in the moment, right? And it just so happens to also be against you, and you feel that they've stacked the deck just a little bit. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think just, there's like, a number. Of I had things. some resentment resentment from last year. I felt the deck was <laughs> a little bit stacked. Yeah. 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 And you have spent a lot of time getting good at this. You've spent a lot of time, energy, physical yeah. energy, mental energy, emotional energy. You've traveled around to go to camps. I mean, you, you've spent <laughs> hours and hours and hours on the court to get good. And so, you know, why wouldn't you get triggered in that moment? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, right. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Well, how was Tina, by the way? Uh, Did she throw her tennis racket no, over no. the fence? Okay. Smashing tennis racket. No. I just want to tell oh. you, I want to give you this visual. Of course, it was the 80s. It was a long time ago, but I absolutely lost it on the tennis court and I whipped my tennis racket over the fence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, you know, giving you a little humor here. I bet you didn't do that. We didn't do that. Okay. See? Now, Tina, it's, well, I think both of us, like, in the moment, we're pretty well composed. I don't know how Tina was after I didn't oh, see you, her. <laughs> really? You didn't sit with her for one second and like do a, no, you were just done. No, after we, we were like, okay, we, you know, we did play well. We were the underdogs. We got really close. So yeah. like yeah. I was proud of the way we played, but I was, I was really surprised at how, how triggered I got. Hmm. Um, that whole, that whole like getting your opponent to lose their temper yeah. is a tried and true tennis tactic. <laughs> no, no, One, no, no, which no, no. hang did... on, hang on. That is a world tactic. That is not just in okay. tennis. That happens <laughs> in all facets of our lives, whether we're cognizant yeah. of it or not, that's a thing. That's so, a competitor's dream versus nightmare. I knocked out like one of the favored singles players in a, previ in a previous round. Um, this weekend, 
And the way I did it, and now I'm just, I almost feel ashamed that I'm going to tell everybody the way I did it. <laughs> the, way I did, the way I did it was I it's got- the same way Court did to you. <laughs> I know. I got him to lose his temper. Right? So I kept on running him back and forth on the on the court, which is like normal. That's like normal uh-huh. tennis. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, then he would like maybe hit it in the net or hit it long and get really mad at himself. And then <laughs> I would just exude this like hyper calmness yes. the entire time. Uh-huh. This guy was like literally taking his racket and smashing it into the back net, like hitting it on the ground, swearing to himself. And I'm like, yes. Lean into the anger. <laughs> lean, lean into the anger. You're I'm like, I got you because as soon as you get that mad. you at your game. That's what this is. You're just mad court beat you at your own game. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, oh my we, gosh. <laughs> so let's like actually talk about why why people actually get annoyed. Like what what purpose is this feeling? Like, why do, like, why is it? <laughs> well, I don't think we choose to have that feeling, first of all. That feeling yeah, is it's a like, response. Yeah, like, how did, why did, how did this response come to be? Right, what, how does, how does being annoyed <laughs> actually serve us? It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a little warning before, like, full-blown temper tantrum. <laughs> right? I'm trying to get down here into the nitty gritty with you, and I'm just still picturing all this, and my humor is just taking control. Uh, Come I on, get serious. I want to figure this out so I don't get so on, triggered next time. Flinging yourself on the tennis court and kicking and screaming and rolling over on your stomach and kicking some more, rolling over on your back, looking up at the sky and throwing your arms up towards the clouds. See, I got the whole visual going. Yep. Yeah, no, I... I um. It, it is it is a really good question. It is a really good question. What do you think? I want to hear how you think because you were really, really coming in hot. You, okay, listeners, he wouldn't even tell me what we were going to talk about. He's just like, we're talking about <laughs> being annoyed. Record. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, game on, let's okay. go. I know there's a good story coming. Well, so to me, like being annoyed is is like... I don't know. It's like the warning strip on the side of the road before <laughs> the you crash strip. into the ditch. Yeah. It's the rumble strip. It's yeah. the rumble it's strip. It's like the, okay, you're getting annoyed. Like, let's try to get you back on the road before mm-hmm. you fully crash into the ditch. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I yeah. think that's what annoyed is. Yeah. I think, and I think, I think annoyed is the awareness that your expectation that you have is not being met in the way mm-hmm. that you think it should with the conditions and circumstances that you feel you've created to make something happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think it is. I think annoyance is What the a backside. really academic answer. It's like you looked that up on Google. Right, which I did not. <laughs> which you didn't. <laughs> as you know, I didn't even know what we were dang talking about. Um, but I think that's true. I think I think that when we hit this annoyance, it's like um, it and I think it has much to do with your competition with yourself in the moment mm-hmm. too. I think there's a whole bunch of things that come into play because you can notice your expectations aren't getting met and you can have totally different opinions. You can have sad, mm-hmm. you can be disappointed. But I think that when there's annoyance, it feels like to me the difference is um, a level of mastery that you expect in the moment. Mm. And that can apply to literally anything. In a sales meeting, arguing with your spouse, 
Mm-hmm. You know, you think you have a better handle on something or some something. Um, but that's that's kind of where I go with it. Yeah. I did like a little bit of self-diagnosis on the internet this morning, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Well, so you What'd hit you it. Like, one, one thing I was thinking about was like that perfectionism, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you, you think something should be a certain way or you need to deliver in a certain way and you yeah. don't. Right. And it annoys you. Right. Um, feeling resentful. Clearly a key part of my story. (laughs) (laughs) And you had cut, you had, and it wasn't just resentful as a new feeling. Like you had collected stamps with this guy. Oh yeah, all year long. All year (laughs) long. So this book was full of stamps. Full. Just waiting to get cashed in. Um, yeah. And then other things like that, that can be annoying is when people like, um, maybe like overstep their their bounds in some way, right? Like a, a boundary you have, like maybe yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want oh, to talk yeah. about like a certain topic. It's too mm-hmm. personal or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's too soon or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, That's really so overstepping a boundary can be super annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, people pulling on your time can be super mm-hmm. annoying, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. maybe they I, expect I, I something one. of you from a time commitment and you just don't have the time for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I have another one that I think hmm. is right in here too. And that is when so someone goes against your values in some hmm. way and they don't recognize or honor it and mm-hmm. they just push you and ask you to do something or they hmm. are in a space with you that is not in alignment with one of your values. Yeah. Yep. That's huge. Yeah. And then that can hugely cause annoyance. Um, but you're, you're right. It's all, it's all kind of around expectation and and yeah um, and just having having those things like unmet just a little bit <laughs> you know to me an annoying is like mm-hmm. it's it's not full-blown yet but it's just a little bit to put that warning <laughs> okay off. i got a question okay you're the high patience person so usually it's a slow burn by the time it gets to this stage where you're mm-hmm. like physically or mentally aware that you are in full trigger mode. Mm-hmm. It usually takes a high patience person quite some time to come down and move past it. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take you to get over it? Did you have to go to sleep and wake up in the morning and then you felt better? <laughs> well, this happened on Sunday and today is Wednesday <laughs> and I'm not over it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! Okay. I can well, usually move past this stuff pretty fast. I know you can. I'm just, just having a hard time with. This. I'm having a hard. I was just having a hard time with this one. Well, yeah, and I'm. I mean, I'm just. I'm making a joke just because of how you said that. Like, it make, it's funny how you're saying it. It's like I have empathy for you, but when you tell stuff like this in such a way, it's I, just really hard. It's just really hard to be right down in the in the. I even the told Amber like you. I was complaining about it like for the fourth time, and I was like, okay, this is the last time. I'm done. Like, I am done. I'm going to move on. And then I found myself, like, the very next day at work complaining about the same thing to just a new new audience. New audience that was (laughs) going to listen. Hmm. Well. And now you. Congratulations. (laughs) And now everyone. And now everybody. Literally thousands of people are getting to hear us. (laughs) 
See, you should feel quite validated that thousands <laughs> of people are hearing your side. Oh, I wonder if Court's God. listening. Hey, I, I wonder about this though. This Here's is like question. this like a this should be like a new reality TV show. It's just <laughs> like random person like like where you just spy in on therapy sessions with people to just oh, see what's right? going on. Wouldn't that be interesting? Oh my <laughs> gosh. That would that's actually very interesting. <laughs> Here's what I would ask you. Now I'm going to go into coach mode for okay, just a moment. This don't get annoyed with me. If you, want, if you don't want me to do that, then <laughs> no, just tell me. But I I'm can game. hardly help myself, I... as you know. So I would ask you this question right now. What needs to happen for you in order to move past this? What needs to happen? <clears throat> Other than completely, like, dominating a, a, a match against court. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, that's a very okay. carnal male <laughs> instant reaction. But he, like, what do you think? Like, emotionally, what needs to happen? Like, do you have to? Do you think you just need to own your part of this? Do you just it's have all to? All like, my parts. I mean, well, of course. it's not all your part. It takes two to tango, and he was having a lot of fun. I know he was. If they were staying totally <laughs> calm and they were watching you lose your shit, excuse me, my uh, swear word. Um, um yeah. I don't know. Things that I could probably do that would be helpful would mm -hmm. maybe just like go talk to court about the match. <laughs> right? Ooh. Like like right now I've got him in such like a yeah. like a yeah. box. Yeah, right? you do. Well, I don't even know if it's a box. I'd say it's like on top of an Emmy statue. He's a totally thing. nice guy. Like there's no you know what I mean? Like he's a super nice guy. So yeah. it's uh it's like me vilifying him because <laughs> we do that though that's totally normal that's what humans do when just they get because i like didn't like the outcome of a stupid tennis match right well you're minimizing it though um, it was important to you it was very important to you yeah so, yeah, so, maybe so i could that's probably do that i can probably do part, that the other thing yep. is like just going and getting on with some more some more tennis and just moving on from this one well what could you take away from it because you t here's how you told the story here's how you told the story here are all the reasons that he won and mm -hmm. none of them were because he's better than you none of them yeah. they were all because he purposely stacked <laughs> the deck he right he did all these things and maybe he's not better than you maybe he's as good as you but the conditions were set that he was going to win that one i mean I, I don't know i'm just going to the far reaching end but there's something in the story you're telling yourself has a a little bit of a hook to it that's keeping you right where you are all day like since, since Sunday yeah there's something in how you're telling yourself this story that isn't really um settled in you because you keep because it's still rolling around so maybe it's just reframing the story a little differently hmm he's looking down everybody he doesn't like that idea yeah no it's a, I'm just really thinking about how I could do that <laughs> yeah it's funny how we can get so stuck on this stuff oh I know I know oh gosh trust me I know I know but I, that, to me, that's what it is. It's like reframing the story in a way that just says, I mean, it's just like, the, you know, it's just like fly fishing. I posted something on LinkedIn. I went back to get redfish. I went mm -hmm. back to do fly fishing again. And I caught a huge black drum, which was a major, major, major feat that people mm -hmm. will go on huge trips just to catch black drum. I mean, it was amazing. 33 pounds. It was like pulling in a barn door. However, I didn't get a redfish. Mm. right so um and every person i was with did again so now i'm telling myself stories about why i'm not getting these redfish like so now I'm, you're zero and two yeah i'm zero and two yep and and um 
Oh my gosh, I could tell you so many things about it. But I was doing the same thing, playing major mind games with myself. I was in total competition mode. I was really, really, really just freaking mad that I didn't get this stupid red <laughs> to the point where I was almost like, well, maybe I should never look for a redfish never. again. Never maybe saltwater fish aren't my thing yeah. other than this 33 pound, huge, <laughs> biggest fish of the weekend, you know, whatever. Um, but we just do that. We get stuck in telling ourselves these stories. And it's, I think for me, it was because I was hurt. Mm. I was hurt. I was very hurt because I had worked on trying to get better at this. I went back on purpose to try. I was being really, I thought I was being really non-competitive with myself and just honest about it. Like I was just, but inside I did not feel that way. So I yeah. was not in alignment. Like I was not mm. in alignment. Like, mm -hmm. And I think maybe there's something in here too. It's like on the outside, oh, I yeah. could tell this very common story that looked real and people could totally be with me in this story. It's like, oh, wow, you really tried. Like, oh, that was really awesome. And wow, you're really good at, but the truth is in the inside, I was like, I'm, I'm not good at this. This sucks. Like I, I am not as good as I thought I was like here. I practiced, I did all this stuff and I still didn't get the outcome that I wanted. And I'm real mad about it. It is so funny how that stuff is super similar. I mean, mm -hmm. I, like partway through one of my matches this weekend, I yeah. was actually thinking like, Actually, I hate tennis. Tennis yes. freaking sucks. Same. Like, I'm just yeah, gonna yeah. stop playing tennis because I uh -huh. obviously suck at this game. Yeah. Yep. Like, which I, which was just my it's just brain in the moment. fabricating absolute lies. Oh, I know. I know. It, you're. Oh God, the stories we tell ourselves are so incredibly powerful. Yeah. Ugh. So it's just something isn't in alignment for you yet. In order for you to let it go, and as soon as you recognize what it is, you'll just be like free as a bird. And how how exciting will that be? Because you're so close. <laughs> I'm, it's true. It's same with my fishing. It's like yeah. here I am again, the same situation. I'm with a world known fishing guide. I'm with a top notch teacher and um, mentor both of these two in the boat with me for a day and a half and i i just kept thinking to myself mm -hmm. this sucks i hate this why am i doing it i'm not good at this well yeah i'm not bad at it am i an expert no am i yeah. pretty good at it yeah i'm not bad right the thing <laughs> but in the moment yeah <laughs> the thing that's so fascinating about about this response yeah. is the only way to get better at fishing yes. or at tennis or at mm -hmm. any any other thing you want to do yep is do it is do it at a level that you can't quite achieve yet totally right, right? it's just like oh, that's so weightlifting true. and exercising like if yeah. you just lift a, a one pound weight all the time yeah. you're not going to get any stronger right. you have to push until mm -hmm. you're at your limit and yep. then that's where you start that's yeah. where the gains happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and we play yes, this game right. where like we don't we like complain about getting to the limit. But, yep. but that's where the gains are happening. Totally. And 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 it's not even the physical. It's not even just physical manifestation of this. It's like think of a new job. Mental. Like yeah. Mental, be, emotional. You want to be a top salesperson. You're yeah. not going to go in yeah. and have one sales meeting and be a pro. You're going to suck yeah. and you're not going to get the sale. If you get so, the sale, it's luck. Like, you know, there's just so yeah. many things. This weekend, if Tina and I walked on that championship court and we just blew our opponents away, there would have mm -hmm. been no growth there. Right. Like we'd have just been like, oh yeah, I don't know, right. we're just right. playing right. our game, right. no problem. You know, 
nothing new here. Right. But we were challenged, and it should have been the hardest game we've ever played. Yeah. It was the championship game. Right. <laughs> it yeah. was supposed to be hard. Yeah. You know, it's funny too. I think shame has something in here as well. I'll, I'll tell you, this is an exact phrase that I said to Meredith when I was fishing. Mm -hmm. This is now the last day we're fishing until two o'clock. Got to get off the water because I got to catch a flight. Right. And it's like 12 o'clock. So we have two hours left of, well, not even two hours of fishing because it's like 40 minute skiff ride back into the dock. So I have like an hour and a half. And I sat down in the boat and I said, I got to take a break. And she said, you are not taking a break. Get up there. You're not done. And I said, do you know what I could not bear? And I actually said this out loud because I was so in my head telling myself a bad story in that moment. Mm -hmm. I cannot bear the shame of coming off the water and not having caught a fish. Mm. I can't bear the shame of it. And she said, you need to get that inner bitch out. That's what she said. And But in the moment, you just are like so in your head about it, right? And then I sat she's up. She's a fishing and, I, and life guide. She actually is, sort of. She's awesome. She's my friend. Um, she's a good friend. Anyway, I, um, yeah, so I got up on that. I got up on that, and it was like the third cast afterwards. Nice. You know? Yep. So it is... It, you're, you're exactly right. It's the stories you tell yourself when you are trying to get better at your skill. And yeah. the only way you can get better is to practice. You can't read about it. You can't read 75 tennis books and then like walk out on the court and be an expert. Nope. You have no muscle memory. There's nothing in there besides maybe an analytical approach to something, a story yep. you told yourself. Yep. Doesn't mean diddly squat. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I hope you feel better. <laughs> I hope you feel better. I'll get over it next year. You feel a little lighter already, actually, to be fair. No, it is. It's super, it is super helpful. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers. <laughs>